Let's get this bitch started. I said we got this. Flow stupid, yet the rhyme's so brilliant. Never could you bring the kid down, I'm too resilient. And fuck them biting ass niggas who be stealing. Y'all niggas copy my style like a chameleon. I'm a Brazilian, that's one in a million. Too high for ceilings, it's how I am feeling. What the blood clot? How did all these nug rocks have me looking dumb hot with my eyes all bloodshot? Now that's a mugshot in the making. No need for ovens when you're waking. Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. H cubed up in this bitch. Yes, sir. You said we back with another episode this week, man. And I know I specifically told y'all we was gonna do an album review this week, but again, it is my fault. We did not do the, we did not get <laughs> well, me specifically did not get the uh, album review ready. But we're gonna hit y'all with another uh, another regular episode this week because I feel like we have a whole lot to talk about because a lot has happened. Yes, again yes. for a second week in a row. Yes, so you know what I mean. So I, I think we gotta just dive right in, man, because this shit there's a lot of crazy. I don't know which I don't even know which one you start. You want to start with the I, hottest shit? Or not, or I, I, I I know which story I want to start with. I want to start with the story that your man, Mr. Chris Bimbez, just got a brand new job. We'll be starting soon. Yes, sir. Gang, gang. Back in, back in the gang, doing big <laughs> things. So congratulations, my nigga, on everything. Let the success continue for you, sir. <laughs> there you go. Cueing the Jamaican <laughs> horns, goddammit. Exactly. All I right. need to find that sound effect, goddammit. <laughs> hey, look, bro. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we definitely going to have at least that, the foghorn is on for sure. Exactly. But yeah, man, appreciate the fucking love, man. Y'all already know, man, the boy is still elevating as we speak. You're... You know what I mean? So we definitely got the new job. We're going up, man. So definitely, uh, yeah, man, got to thank the good man above. And also just every, everybody that, that made this shit happen, man. So yeah, man, appreciate it. Y'all already know we're going to start this this podcast off with that good energy. Yes, sir. And if you if, if you like me, man, you couldn't f- and you're looking for a job, man, just go for it, man. You know what I mean? This shit. It'll, it'll, something will come up and you just got to work from there, bro. You know, work your way up and keep doing that shit, man. So hey. definitely, you know, kudos to, kudos to everybody, man. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, no problem, brother. Congratulations again. Yes, now, sir. I want to slide into the one that I enjoyed the most this week, if, if you don't right. mind. For sure, um, for sure. So Mike Tyson was on a, on a JetBlue flight on his way, I think, from San Francisco to Las Vegas. I think that's where it was going. Or, no, it was going to Florida. It was going to Florida. That's where it was going to oh, okay, Florida. okay, okay. And there was this white dude sitting behind him, and apparently he was talking to him, trying to get autograph and all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. Apparently, white dude was very, very drunk and decided to insist on bothering Mike Tyson to the point where Mike was basically like, all right, man, time to sit down, chill, blah, blah, blah. Apparently, Mike rebuffed him three different times, very nicely, very calmly, before the last time, I think when the guy threw a water bottle at him, got up and started beating him into the bottom of the plane. (laughs) Like I mean, this yeah. this man's the side like half of this man's face was fucking red and just looked like knuckle marks, like Wolverine hit that nigga in the side of his face. You know what I'm saying? Yo, nah, bro. <laughs> Listen, dog. I, I want to say I was scrolling through Instagram or something of that nature, and I immediately just see punches raining down <laughs> from fucking Tyson onto this nigga, and I'm like, okay. If y'all have followed Tyson's life or his career in the last, I would say, five years or so, he has been literally the complete opposite of what he was when he was a boxer. Yes. Yes. He he has been Mr. Peace, Mr. Tranquility. Going to Mr. therapy, getting his shit right. 
all of that shit, you know, eating shrooms, getting in tune with the spiritual side, starting a weed farm, a weed place, all kinds of shit like that, that promote, you know, tranquil thinking and just overall peace and shit like that, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, immediately when I heard Mike Tyson flipping out, like if I had heard this story, let's say 10, 20 years ago. You'd have been like Mike Wilder. Yeah, Mike Wilder, what the fuck, dog? Like this nigga's wilding, da 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 but then when we see everything that's been going on for the last, I, I would say at least five years, if not more, you know, he's, he's, uh, you know, took in his acting, I think a little bit more serious. I yep. want to say he's he taking in, everything more serious and especially yeah. he's got the, the, he's got like the cannabis line and especially like the weed gummies and shit. So mm-hmm. he's, he's got his hands in different shit and he's doing well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to say they, uh, I think you might've sent me this. It was, um, it was, his his weed company has some edibles that are the shape <laughs> of the bitten ear. Yes. That if you guys are familiar with boxing, uh, Tyson bit off a piece of Evander Holyfield's ear during a fight that he was rightfully saw he was losing, and mm-hmm. it was kind of like it was a very iconic moment, not just for Mike Tyson, but just in boxing, boxing in history. Yep. But um, but nonetheless, you know, Tyson made the best out of it. I'm sure that, uh, these guys are are cool nowadays and, and he's making he's making money off of it now. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Holyfield is getting some kind of percentage. I'm sure because because they're using the motor of his fucking <laughs> ear. But nonetheless, um the point is that Tyson is out here doing his thing, not bothering anybody. Mm-hmm. So that tells me that I am willing to bet whatever amount of money that he was not bothering anybody Mm-mm. when and- when this shit happened. You know, and, yep. and, and I think when, when we see the video and, and there's multiple different angles of the video, because obviously if you see Mike Tyson, you're going to be like, holy shit. Exactly. Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. But if you're like most people, the absolute most you might do is take your phone out, snap a picture of him. And mm-hmm. even that might be a little weird. You know what I mean? Exactly. Especially on the airplane. Yeah. But nonetheless, whatever. Right. No harm's done. But again, like you said, we see a, multiple angles of the guy. Asking Tyson a bunch of questions uh-huh. and kind of just being, and and whoever's traveled, man, y'all know how that shit is, bro. Like God, that Jesus. shit is stressful. That shit is annoying, and you already had to talk to a bunch of people you didn't want to talk to, going through TSA, going through all the shit you have to go through to go, you know, to get on the plane. So you know, all that being said, bro, I think that this motherfucker deserved it. I for one, he, I don't think he got arrested or anything like that. Uh, Tyson, I don't no, think, I I don't think he did either, honestly. But of course, uh, I, I want to say I heard that um, the guy's is pressing or not pressing. He's suing him, not pressing charges, but suing him. Mm. So of course, you know good this is a money. Yeah, yeah, good luck with that because again, there's multiple different angles, and I'm positive that because Tyson is such a well loved personality nowadays, like everybody loves Mike now. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves Mike. White people like Mike, black people like Mike, special people like Mike. Uh-huh. He's just a, 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 a you know, well-loved, all-around dude uh, in, in today's age. And yep. Yeah, dog, good, like you said, good luck winning that, that that lawsuit because, for one, I'm sure Mike Tyson can, can afford some pretty good lawyers. And, you know, and yeah, I, I, I don't think that this is going to go on. I don't think so either. Because like, like you Hope said, not. Mike Tyson is doing financially well. Mike Tyson used to be a financial mess even when he was on top of the world. He had a mm-hmm. he had a temper problem. He was vi- prone to violence. You know, like he, I, shit, back home, like in uh, Aspen Hill, actually, like what, Rears Mill and Randolph, I think it was. He got into a car accident with somebody one time and the dude got out of the car. He actually, Tyson hit him from behind. The dude got out of the car and was like, yo, what the fuck? And Tyson came up and hit him in the chest and like, broke a couple of his ribs and shit you know what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah, 
you know it's it crazy? crazy? I did not know that that happened right here in in, yep. in, in Aspen Hill, pretty much. Exactly. But um, it's crazy because I've I, but I knew he lived in the area because one time I seen him at the movie theaters when I was like fucking ten years old. Yep. And it was the craziest shit ever, <laughs> bro. Because this is like, this is probably a little bit after Tyson's prime. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But nonetheless, it's still fucking Mike Tyson. Oh yeah. So so yeah, but but like you said, you know Tyson. He had all these moments of uh, just like you said, where he was prone to react in a violent manner, mm-hmm. uh, unprovoked yep. in a lot of way, a lot of times. But uh, like I said, now that's it's not him yeah, at all. He and, completely and, and, changed his shit around, and all he's the way. he's all the way better. He's like like you said, he promotes healing and, and nonviolence and all that other shit. And the simple fact that when I heard this shit for real, I heard that Mike Tyson beat up somebody on an airplane who was bothering him. I said, okay, I can see that. First off, you know what I'm saying, but I was yeah. like, but but what what caused it? Because like as we said, nowadays Mike's not just prone to do that, right? Now when I watch the video or a couple of the videos, and you see three different times that Mike is like, "Yo, chill," yeah. blah, blah blah, even offered the dude mushrooms to get him off his back and shit like that. Like mm-hmm. Tyson, they said Tyson gave him three smooth chances before he stood up and beat him into the dirt. So you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's. That's super growth on Tyson. I'm so proud of him for that. I hope sure. nothing happens of like if this dude's gonna go ahead and sue him. I hope he just they just throw out the fucking suit because like you said, there's more than enough video evidence to be like, nah, bro, you chilling, you chilling, you chilling. Yeah, dog. And again, you know, I, I think that I think that um, with all the video footage that we have, also with his, you know, just prior his his attempt to just be a better person and just be more calm and cool, collective. Yeah, I think you have to take all that in consideration when you're judging something like this case, you know what I mean? Especially, you know, if it's somebody that isn't in the public eye, it might be hard to do that. Yeah. There's no, pu- there's no public uh, uh, paper trail of all the good that you do if you're a regular person. Yeah, exactly. But if you're Mike Tyson, you know what I mean? If you're Mike Tyson, everything that you do is is tra- it's, um, documented. Uh-huh. Everything you do is shown on social media. So being that, you know, everything that he's done has been kind of shown to the light, I think it's a... Uh, it, it should work in his favor, at least yeah. in that regard. Hopefully, that's, true. That's, that's what I'm hoping. Because I hope this guy, if anything, has to pay Tyson for uh, you know his lawyer fees and all yeah. that kind of stuff. I hope so too. And it doesn't look like this is a nice person anyway, because they have, they found out who he was. They looked up his record, and apparently, there's at least a DUI on there, drunken disorderly. Oh, uh, he's been arrested multiple times for different things. You know, what I'm saying like he, I think he got kicked out of school or some shit like that. Maybe like now, nah, dude, Bet. dude is has been on a path for a while, so it wasn't like this was just some random thing. Oh, so he 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 had uh, done this before with somebody else. I'm assuming. Or? I don't know about this specifically, but he like gotten. Oh, arrested. you mean just in general? Yeah, he's right? gotten arrested and done dumb shit forever. Yeah, so, like yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. If man, if Tyson even has a decent lawyer team, which I'm sure he does. Oh yeah. I'm sure they'll they'll eat this up no problem. Oh, I yeah. hope it happens that way because again, Tyson is a beloved figure now. Everybody loves Tyson. He has his own podcast now. Everybody does his podcast. So. Mm-hmm. Again, it'd, it'd be a shame. Mike, I, I love to see how Mike has come. And honestly, like you were saying, everybody was scared of Mike back in the day. It, but they love him now. And it's it's kind of like Snoop. How everybody, like especially white America, was terrified of Snoop for the whole gangster shit. And, and the, oh, he's saying all the bad words and bitches and the, and the hoes and the blah, 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 blah. And the drugs and blah, blah, blah. But now, everybody fucking loves Snoop Dogg. All right. Even though they know he smokes weed. They love him. Let, let, let's transition into something that we actually didn't talk about before the show, but I feel like we'll be able to talk about it nonetheless. So, okay. Um, 
our, uh, our, I don't want to say our good friend because we don't really know him, but a, a, a man that we are a fan of on this show, Mr. Tax Stone. Yes. Uh, he he recently had did a um a episode of Million Dollars Worth of Game. Yes. From jail with Gillian Wallow. Uh, and one of the things he actually brought up was the whole Super Bowl uh performance where uh where um you had people in jumpsuits crip walking, and and <laughs> and and. and, 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 and as somebody who's in jail, mm-hmm. he pretty much mentioned something that I I kind of agree with. Where it's just like, why are we glorifying this shit? Like we have all these niggas who are gang members, right? Who leave this life, right? And they say, "Yo, that shit isn't cool. Yeah, that shit isn't. You know, it's a it's a trap. It's a setup. Yada yada yada." But we're fucking glorifying it by putting this shit up during a halftime show. You know what I mean? And true, it's kind of and it's kind of crazy that like. It's like, yeah, we'll glorify it if we can make money off of it. But, you know, oh, when, you know, white people's MO. Yeah. But I, I guess and, and, you know, being that, you know, this is this is Dre and this is Snoop. Like one of the things that Tax said is, yo, Snoop is one of the only gang members in America that won't that, you know, won't go to jail. You know what I mean? Basically, because he's yeah. because he's loved by fucking white people. White it, people love Snoop. Exactly. You know what I mean? So Snoop won't do a day in jail for for, for fucking wilding out. Mm-mm. You know, but dog, everybody else, dog, like that's not you know something to, I guess, be proud about. And again, like I I listen to podcasts and and you know different people who are uh you know in gangs and you know are either rappers or whatever or mm-hmm. personalities on the internet. They all say, bro, like yo. You know, that's my biggest regret is fucking, you know, joining a gang at a young age. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They all, they, I've never heard one person say, nah, dog, I, I, I love going into it and I've always had blah, blah, blah. everybody. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I get that they're still they're still in it. But like, dog, like, I agree that it shouldn't be glorified. No, nah, I, I definitely agree that it shouldn't be glorified. And I was definitely surprised that they were doing, that they were allowing them to crip walk on the field on, on national TV. Now, I will say that the first couple times that the camera, well, the first time that the camera scrolled across the guys and they started crip walking, they mm-hmm. moved the camera instantly. Mm-hmm. But then you could still yeah. see other people crip walking behind them on top of the bus or whatever that was. Yep. So it was just like, uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, they definitely tried not to show too much of the crip walking on the camera. I don't know if the crip walking was sanctioned Cause you know how they have a, a rehearsal, but sometimes you do stuff in the performance that's not sanctioned in the in the in the practice, and they don't you know you don't do it in the practice obviously, so they don't know about it. Um, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying I'm not trying to pull up any you know conspiracy theories or anything like that. Nah, um, yeah, for sure. But I did notice that they were moving and trying to not show as much of the crip walking as as much as possible. Also, I was surprised that they let Snoop wear that suit only on the left side. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess, but see, you know, we just talked about Snoop being the the, the one crip who ain't never going to jail. But mm-hmm. also, that's that's something that you can kind of like. To be completely honest with you, I didn't realize that until my brother pointed that shit out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's not something I immediately just and, and and you know, if you listen to Snoop, you'll probably know that because he mentions that at least once in one of them songs. <laughs> yeah, only on the left side. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the, the crip, crip side. side. Yep. So so you know, unless you maybe haven't heard that song then you might might not know that but yeah you're you're right it, it is but at the same time it was subtle it was it was part of his wardrobe mm-hmm. um i guess as subtle as it could be i guess but <laughs> nonetheless um 
Yeah, I don't know, man. And and again, I'm not saying that I feel like one is right or the other one isn't, but like I just kind of it's kind of giving a mixed message, you know what I mean? Like you got niggas saying that yo, nah, this shit isn't it, which you know, I think we could all agree it's not it, you know, mm-hmm. like like gangs are literally meant to fucking like aren't meant to fucking you know, right now then like what they are now isn't what they were initially designed to be exactly. or whatever fuck. You know what I mean? And and everybody who's ever been in the gang that's you know made it out and made something out of their lives says yo this shit ain't it mm-hmm. but this is this is kind of like glorifying it you know what i mean so. well true i mean i mean the gangster shit is what got you noticed it you know it kind of i mean it was all through his career whether it was in the lyrics or in the in the visuals in his videos and shit so i mean yeah he was young when he was you know still coming up in the jungle i can understand that but there's a whole difference i guess if, if you start out as a, as a young broke crip you join a gang and mm-hmm. you turn into snoop dog versus a young yeah. crip and you just grow into joe schmo over here and don't mm-hmm. really do nothing besides you know just gang ganging out here in the street and shooting at niggas all your life i would understand no matter how much money you were making how that would be the worst part because of the way that you would have to run your life snoop dogg may still yeah. be a crip but he don't have to run his life that way yeah you're right so you snoop take dogg out is- you take out all the good shit of being a gangster that's snoop when it comes to money and influence and all that other shit, mm-hmm. all the bad shit about being a gangster is pretty much all the normal people in the world. And you know what? That's probably the best way to explain why this is kind of, you know, back as backwards a little bit because I'm on a motherfucking roll. Mama, hey, listen, bro. <laughs> My man said some other vicious shit before we start recording, but he is on a fucking roll <laughs> because that is a hundred percent on point. You know, like like you said, Snoop is. If every absolute, well, let me not say everything because I'm sure there were some things that went left in his life. But if everything went as good as it could have gone, you are a Snoop Dogg as a crib. Why? Because he is, I'm willing to guarantee anything, that he is the richest crib in the world. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He is probably the richest richest crib ever. (laughs) Probably. Probably. You know what I mean? So again, he's respected. He's everybody loves him. He beat a fucking murder case. And he smoked inside the stadium during the game. Ain't nobody else smoking inside a stadium during the game. Never, ever at, at a Super Bowl, bro. At this motherfucking so, Super Bowl. So you know what I mean. So like again, I think you said it perfectly, dog. Like that's how it is. All the good stuff, but you don't see all the bad shit unless you're in these fucking areas. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of crazy because all of this gets kind of transmitted to everybody else in America, whom doesn't grow up in these areas doesn't really know that there's all this other shit that's involved in it. Uh-huh. And now you have a nigga that's from fucking, you know, North Carolina or some shit that thinks that that shit's just sweet because, yo, Snoop is out there and he's fucking crip walking all over America. And I could do that shit too. Yeah, I could do that shit. He's getting, he's getting Martha Stewart to crip walk and hey. Hey, you just gonna get your ass crip walking right on through them bars. <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> Yeah, that's a fact. But but listen, man, shout out shout out to Snoop Dogg, shout out to always, the whole West Coast. Always. This is just definitely something that I, I thought was interesting to bring up. You know, I don't have the answers to none of this shit, but I just, you know, thought we could voice our opinion a little bit on it. Show for show for show. I don't know why this is really important news because I don't think it's really going to change anything, and I think you're pretty much in agreement with this. But apparently Elon Musk just bought the majority shareholds of Twitter, so now I guess he owns it. Yeah, uh, so... I actually remember a little bit of why this might matter. Apparently, uh, the whole um, he's against censorship and things of like that, you know, things like that. And I think that Twitter uh, uh, 
something happened where like somebody's Twitter Twitters were getting deleted for saying certain things or whatever the fuck. And I guess his whole reason is that he wants to have a platform that isn't going to be censored. I'm sure he's going to start censoring people when they start talking shit about him. Hey, yeah, you might be right. You might be right, dog. And hey, I guess I guess time will tell. But yeah, dog. And it's funny because like it was crazy because I was reading an article that I think that this has been going on for a little while that he's been wanting to buy it. Really? And at first they turned down this same. I think it was the same offer that he bought it for. Because it was a forty-four billion. Yeah, it was a dumb amount of money, forty-four billion dollars. And geez. apparently, all in cash, no stock options, no none of that, all cash, bro. So. Damn, this nigga's a super. This nigga's a super villain. This nigga Elon Musk is a super villain. Hey, I don't know if it was you that reposted it, but there was a meme that I seen that was like, "Yo, Elon Musk and fucking Jeff Bezos are fucking whack. How are these niggas not Batman or Iron Man yet?" And it was like, dog, Iron Man was Iron Man, and he only had like twenty four billion or something like that. <laughs> and That's fucking have, true. And these niggas have hundreds of billions of dollars, and they don't have like little suits that they can fly around in, dog. Man, I, you know what? I don't even know what to do about these two motherfuckers because, like, I just I don't care. I don't care. I don't use Twitter anyway. Like, I have one, but I don't fucking use that shit. So it doesn't. This don't affect me at all. God damn it, like. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. I am a pretty avid user of Twitter. Uh, I would say it's about 50-50 for me between Instagram and Twitter. Mm. Um, I don't know, bro. I, I just think that... I don't know. I, I've always liked, liked Twitter from the very beginning. But again, I don't think it's going to really affect much. I think that uh, any changes that are made are going to be very, very minuscule. That I would Because anytime... Dog, when you have something that works, if you fuck, fuck with it and make it different just because you're just bought it i think it's a dumb thing to do because yeah. you know, people are people are familiar with things and that's why they mess with it you know and once you have familiarity with something if you mess with that familiarity uh the reason why people go to it is going to be out the window which is that it's not familiar anymore so i hope that no, nothing really changes i hope it's just that you know niggas who got their pages deleted get their pages back or some shit like that you know what i mean nah i, I feel know. like i don't think he's gonna make wholesale changes but like probably like you said it'll be changes over time um, but I mean, who knows what the hell he'll do with it? Cause you know, he's supposed to be one of those inventor genius types. He might try and make it into some weird, crazy shit. And I mean, he may kill this shit. The shit may go the way of fucking, uh, what was that shit yeah. called? Uh, Vine or some shit like that in a couple of years. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And you know, I don't know, I, you know, Twitter's been one of those uh, platforms that's withstood, uh, a lot of different, you know, from things like Snapchat, Instagram, yeah. Twitter, Twitter was, Twitter was, I would say, in the same lifespan of Facebook, more or less. Like maybe a few years after Facebook came out. I think you're maybe right. Maybe like two, three years after Facebook came out, I want to say. Um, but yeah, man, like like Instagram, you know, Instagram is still up and popping. Snapchat has came and went. Vine came and went. Uh, you know, TikTok is up and popping right now, but Twitter and Instagram, they're they're man, they're the, they're here for the long run, man. Pretty so. much. Now, see, Snapchat, I guess technically is still around because people still use it. Although technically, mm-hmm. I only have one person that ever sends me anything on Snapchat. Me too. <laughs> uh, it's literally like one or two per people at max mm-hmm. that like. I used to have like man five six messages jumping at a time from time mm-hmm. to time. Now, dog, it's literally one person. And then sometimes you open it, you see, get a message. 
And it's like the Snapchat team or something. You know yeah, I mean? it's like, like annoying as shit. Well, one thing I realized is that, um, well, I guess it's on my old phone. I haven't noticed it as much on my new phone, but Snapchat used to drain the fuck out of my battery. Like, I, I went the last trip I went on, I would Snapchat a couple of things, and next thing I know, my battery's like at 35%. I'm like, God damn, because it has to do all that extra locating and shit. And then plus, when they did, I decided I was done using it when they when they updated the app, but put everybody on geo-tracking so you could everybody could see where you were in the world. Oh, and yeah, if, if you were weird. driving or not, I was like, nah, bro, we're not about to do that. Hell no. Nah. And it's weird, you know, it's that just goes to show that people care so much about other people knowing what they're doing. Exactly. Because why the fuck would you want to have that shit tracking you where you're going just for just to let people know, like, yo, look exactly where I'm at. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, exactly. yo, if you if you want to come do something to me, this is exactly where I'm at. Exactly, exactly. Whew. That had to be the best purchase I've had in a long time. I bought, bought a box of uh, tissues? I bought a big-ass box of, like, 18 tissue boxes. Mm. So I just keep them in the house because we go through tissues a lot because me and my roommate both have allergies. And I'm always having to go to the to the store like every other week and buy like eight boxes of tissues and I'm coming out of there looking crazy as hell. Gee, hey, <laughs> duh, I, is, is allergies something that you get or you always have? Like, have you always had allergies? I've always had allergies, but my allergies were way worse when I was a kid. Because I feel like my doctor told me I had allergies as a kid, but to be honest, right now, like allergies don't really affect me that much. Right yeah, now. for a couple of years they weren't affecting me, but they've been affecting me this year. Is it like is it real. depending on the air climate or whatever the fuck that shit? Usually, I mean, I'm I'm not really sure what really. Tur- I mean, like I know the pollen count in the air is what really triggers it, but like I don't mm. know like why sometimes like it won't trigger for me at all, and in some days it's like I can't do anything about like I'm just going crazy for three days straight. So when you when that shit happens, do you just get like a stuffy nose, or is it like like runny, or is it like a little bit of both? I get both, honestly, which is the suckiest part because I have to sit there. Yeah. I typically will blow my nose so many times during an allergy issue that like my shit will be completely red, like just beat red. And um, then you have like your nose is peeling right here. And yeah, shit. it dries out and shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so apparently Diddy does it again. Now, indirectly this time, but one of his uh, member, one of his members from one of the seasons of making the band, uh, has kind of gone a little south. Uh, the mm. season happens to be from the group The Band. I'm sure you're not surprised, and the artist Choppa, or AKA Choppa City, apparently he has been arrested in the state of Maryland for sex trafficking. And was extradited to Las Vegas, where he was, uh, where he is allegedly a pimp. And all of this transpired because he went on some online form, ended up contacting some undercover cop, uh, trying to recruit her to basically be a sex worker. And apparently, like trying hard as shit to recruit her, like getting almost violent and shit, and making demands and shit. Not even like trying to convince or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Just wilding the fuck mm-hmm. out. So. I don't, they haven't said any, I didn't see in that article, uh, besides the, the trafficking, like how many counts of trafficking it was, like how many people or how many girls or whatever, whatever, uh, if it was any underage trafficking, none of that was, no, nothing like that was said in there. But um, I guess, uh, I guess that bad boy money is, uh, ain't, ain't as long as it used to be, huh? Listen, bro, I, if we, I think if we ask the locks, I think if we ask, uh, R.I.P. Black Rob, you know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. if we asked them, I think if we asked a lot of motherfuckers, we would know that that shit was never long. <laughs> you know, that, shit, 
if if it was ever long pause, it was for Diddy. You know what I mean? No so, bull. So um, I don't know, man. This is this is this is definitely um, sad to hear. Obviously, especially it happening, and apparently he got arrested in Annapolis, Maryland. So for those of y'all that mm. that aren't from the area, that's like kind of out the way to a yeah. certain extent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not really in the mix of everything. Yep. So he probably was kind of you know hiding out or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming. You know what I mean? I'm assuming. But but nonetheless, uh, yeah. You know, we, we were actually having this discussion before. Like, is this chopper? Chopper City or Chopper, but no, apparently it's just Chopper from fucking making the band. Yep. Um, yeah, man. Uh, do you know if he won? Like, did he win? Is he was he like in? Like, he was in the group. Run? Yeah, he was in the group. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So he probably had some kind of money from Bad Boy at some point. At some, some point. Kind of but I guess I guess yeah. the whole money has been carrying him over. But this is just another case of uh of rappers who aren't really active or doing anything anymore getting arrested for uh illegal stuff. Like, you know, yeah. pushing weight or, I guess, pushing women and shit like that now. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's yeah. kind of starting... I feel like it's starting to become a thing again. Or it's starting to become a thing. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, like a lot of these guys, they start rapping or being artists at a really young age. They have no real skills that, you know, that even if they wanted to have a regular job, that they could even really have. Because all their life, they've never worked. Like, if you talk to a lot of rappers, they'll mm-hmm. they'll all say that they've never worked. Because you exactly. know, they were rappers from the age of like nineteen. You yep. know what I mean? Exactly. So, so they just don't they don't want to go out there because they know they're not gonna make that much money doing that shit. Mm-hmm. And exactly. it's, it's like why why do it? Like but but I mean, you know, you take that chance. That's the That's that that's why I do it because that chance, shit, more times than not, probably ain't gonna be worth it. You know, this is the second week in a row that we talk about, you know, a rapper who presumably had a, a good amount of money, uh, you know apparently now has reasons to fucking break the law and you know just ultimately do dumb shit un like unneedingly you know what i mean yeah and last week i think it was uh it was a cash shot that we were talking about and then uh this week we're talking about uh uh, chopper city so or chopper so i don't know man uh you know fuck it man just fucking learn a trade or something bro or fucking drive uber like my man uh young jock <laughs> and he was trying to say the bro don't don't try to claim that you wasn't doing it they got pictures of you doing it bro you need money make your money bro make your money i heard that it was like a promotion uh technique just to get people on his but hmm. i ain't gonna lie if self-deprecation is the new promotion then i don't know i don't know how i feel about that <laughs> uh, i mean you know it could be cool to a point with certain people but um, yeah, I don't think it's. I don't, it's not something that can do for everybody. No. Nah. And, and and I guess in this case with Jock, he was kind of already. He hadn't had a real hit in a long time, so I guess it kind of makes sense for him at that time. But I don't yeah, know. I mean, yeah, like I said, make that money. You gonna need you need money from somewhere. I guess you ain't he ain't got the connects he used to go, or he's not he's not ready to make those penitentiary chances anymore. You know what I'm saying he is an adult. Nah. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> All right, um, and I do want to say a quick R.I.P. to DJ K. Slay, oh. uh, the 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 mixtape god, the mixtape king, uh, the legend, <laughs> passed away last week from complications of COVID, uh, and that was like a, a hit to the head because man, I've been listening to K. Slay shit 
for as long as I've been really hard into hip hop, which is easily mm-hmm. like what mid nineties to late ninety, you know what, you know ninety six, ninety seven, ninety five, you know like that whole thing. And we, you know, we were always getting those fucking mixtapes from up north and people passing mm-hmm. them around and everybody checking them out. Man, like DJ K Slay got everybody who was hot at the time back back in those days, and it was just a whole different thing. And I understand how the whole mixtape shit went and the whole legal aspect of it. It wasn't very, you know, it wasn't very good. They had to handle all that, but. Still Still, like mm-hmm. this man started a lane in hip hop and fucking destroyed it, and is known for being the one to destroy it. So, like you know, long live the <coughs> long live the 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 legend of DJ K Slay. Yeah. Um. So you know, I, I follow quite a few uh, of the um, I would say the quintessential uh, 2000s New York rappers. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking, of course, uh, Dipset. We're talking, of course, Fabulous. Yep. We're talking uh, just everybody from that era. You know what I mean? If, if you know that era, you definitely know uh, all these people. Every last one of them, 50 Cent as well. Mm-hmm. Every last one of them uh, had a, had an R.I.P. K. Slay, had a picture with K. With K Slay. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and all of them said the same thing, that he was giving young New York uh, rappers an opportunity when nobody else was giving them opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and you could argue, like, exactly what you just said that he started that wave uh you know of, of all these young guys coming up and, and that was a whole a whole era you know yep. he started a whole era um for me one of one of my most uh th- there's a locks freestyle that uh has drama king all over the joint <laughs> okay slay just like like at way too loud volumes but you know what i mean but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that mm-hmm. but nonetheless you know what i mean uh classic classic i'm sure there's joints that i haven't even heard of that like to this day will probably blow my mind of uh shit like that but um yeah you know i, I always hear um styles and, and kiss and Sheik talk about that like you know when when they uh when i guess bad boy wasn't working they always was putting out mixtape with either clue or, or with k slay and uh yeah man it, he, he's, he's definitely been a staple in all the whole new york scene all that shit so Big, big, big ups and big R.I.P. to K-Slay, man. Goddamn right. One of the kings. Like, it's sad. Like, and he he wasn't even that old, too. I want to say, how old was he? Yeah. I guess he was in his 50s. Yeah. He's still young, man. Like, it's fucking COVID strikes again, man. I'm tired of this, yeah. you know? I'm trying to tell you, man. And, you know, everybody says, you know, it's not killing people. It's not that bad. And, and you know, for most people, yeah, you're right. You know, I'm sure it is. It, it's not that bad. But, again, this is somebody that's very near and dear to to the hip-hop community as a whole and you know unfortunately taken because of it you know what mm-hmm. i mean so so definitely uh another person lost the COVID, unfortunately and definitely another hip-hop icon legend yep you know you you you, you picked the word hey everything all of the above d all of the above <laughs> yeah, for sure for sure all right y'all so we're gonna wrap it up with this uh following topic that we actually uh <laughs> Last minute introduced, I introduced it to to to, uh, to Cooper here. We listened to a little bit of audio uh, that we were that we needed to listen to to uh, to know what was going on exactly. So for those of y'all who don't know, mm-hmm. um, we had a new episode of the DJ Academics podcast off the record uh, come out with six uh, nine. Of course, Wack One Hundred was there and a wild card. If you've been in tune with the whole. Uh, Everything that's been going on, 
Hassan Campbell. Now, Hassan Campbell, uh, for those of you guys that don't know, is a YouTuber slash hip hop commentator out of New York. He's uh he's kind of more of like the old school, uh, you know, older yeah. kind of guy. Okay. Where wears do rags under his fitted, you know what I mean? <laughs> Crazy looking dude, you know what I mean? Mm. All kinds of shit. But nonetheless, he's a he has a pretty good following. People you know, listen to what he's, he's saying, and he has a he has a pretty big following on YouTube. So, academics had already had him on his podcast, and he's obviously being that he's an older New York guy, he's against the whole snitching shit, and he's against Whack One Hundred working with Six uh, Nine, who's a, who's a snitch. So the whole podcast revolved around that right there, which is the Hassan Campbell's against it. Whack One Hundred is okay with it, and Six Nine obviously is okay with it. So. Mm-hmm. That was the context of the podcast. These guys, whatever they, they 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 disagreed, whatever. But there was no real disrespect from either side. You know, it kind of just ended amicably, and everybody went their own way, right? Uh-huh. And of course, Mister Fucking Wag One Hundred, being his whack ass self, went on Clubhouse immediately after, right, and pretty much um, said that he was punking punking. Uh, Punking the dude, uh, uh, Hassan Campbell, uh, because apparently he said something hmm. about something about Wack 100 and the game uh, before, like a couple yeah. months back. And they asked him about it. And he was like, "Yeah, dog, I was I was all up in that nigga shit, man. I was letting him know about because I, I don't know if you knew this, and I might have not even told you this before, but did you hear about the whole Africa Ben Battle situation where he like raped some some dudes?" No, nah, I didn't hear about that. No, yeah, I did hear about that because they they were I forgot I only heard about it one time though, so I didn't know if it was actually like true or anything. <laughs> All right, so it, it it was true, and the dude Hassan Campbell is one of the the dudes that the guy African Mbada uh, raped. Oh shit! Yeah, so and, and that's like one of his like I guess like his stories or whatever that. Wow. Uh, one of his I guess one of the shits that like he's I, I don't want to say known for, but I guess. One of his story, his main stories, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So, obviously, Quack One Hundred just being a fucking dirtbag, he kind of was like, "Yeah, dog, I told that nigga all, of, you know, all about himself about how shit. If that was me, I would have killed his bitch ass." Da, 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 da. You know, da, da, da. you you was getting fucked by African bombada, da, 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 right? And if wow. you listen to it, and if you listen to the to the podcast, none of that energy is present. You know what I mean? If he brought it up, it was in a very like matter of fact type of way. It wasn't like on some like some mad shit. Yeah, it wasn't on some on some on some hostile shit. Yeah. So obviously Hassan Campbell felt some kind of way about it. He was like, "Yo, dog, like, what are you talking about? You know that didn't happen." Whack one hundred stood on it, I guess. Mm. So to make a to make a long story not that long, <laughs> Hassan Campbell released footage. Of him being on a three-way phone call with Whack 100 and Big U. Now, for those of you who don't know, Big U is essentially another Whack 100, just slightly less whack. See, this is you know but I mean? the world doesn't even need the first, so you know we don't need a doesn't bad need copy. First. Yeah, so we have now. We, it's funny because one of them is blood, the other one is Crips. Oh lord! So, so go figure. <laughs> Nonetheless, um, mm, mm, mm. these these guys were on the phone right mm-hmm. with the dude Hassan Campbell. Now, mind you, this is Wack 100 talking to Hassan Campbell about very private matters, which I'm about to let y'all know, which I'm sure y'all already probably already heard. But talking to the talking to this dude Hassan Campbell mm-hmm. about very private matters, and he's only, he hasn't even met Hassan Campbell in person. 
What? So this is so this is the equivalent of pillow talking. This is the equivalent of fucking a girl and pillow talking with her, and you don't even know her, and she's over here telling all this kind of shit to your ops and all kinds of shit, right? Wow. So pretty much what happened was that he was talking to Hassan Campbell, mm-hmm. again, a dude that he does not know. He's never met him. They're about to do a podcast together, and that's why they're talking. And one of the things that he said in his presence was that him being Wack 100 and Big U essentially are trying to extort uh, Lauren London uh, over a quote-unquote gay sex tape of Nipsey Hussle. Yo. Now, <laughs> Yo. Now, yeah. And, 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 you know, yeah. That, and when I heard that shit, that, that's what I said too. It was fucking insane. Um, now, for those of y'all that haven't, that this is the first time y'all hearing this, he really fucking said this. Um, and again, that doesn't necessarily mean it's true. Mm-hmm. Black 100 has been known to be a fucking liar. Yeah. But definitely. he's also been known to be a fucking scumbag. So for, so definitely. for him to have something to say this, you know, it's kind of crazy. Um, to again, for him to, uh, unleash this information on somebody that he doesn't know if he should trust. <laughs> you don't know if you should trust this guy. You yeah, know what no I mean? Like, that's like that's like you meeting your coworker the first day and immediately just saying wild shit around them. You exactly. don't know if this nigga's about to go snitch on you. Like that's that's just rule number one, dog. Like you just know that you can't say shit around everybody, right? But the point is that Hassan Campbell got mad at Wack for, for that whole shit about him essentially trying to play him. Released all this audio. Not only that, but there's also audio of Wack 100 essentially saying that he's extorting all these uh, podcasts such as Drink Champs, such as uh, Million Dollars Worth of Game, No Jumper, Adam 22, pretty much saying that they're in his back pocket, that whenever he needs something for them, he just calls them. And he, he, in his words, squeezes them a little bit and, 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 and they just pretty much comply. So wow. it's kind of crazy and the crazy thing is, right, that I'm willing to bet you that that's not the tone that he has with these guys. Uh, Ever. Uh, Nori, Gilly the Kid, Wallow. Mm-hmm. Why? Because these guys are fucking street dudes. Exactly. They're not just going to fucking be, let themselves be extorted. Maybe other people might, but there's these some street dudes that are, are involved in all of this. So I'm sure the way it's presented to them, it's in a give and take kind of way. Mm-hmm. But, the, but the way he was talking about it, that's like, if if I'm like having an agreement with somebody, but I come and tell you, yo, man, this nigga's giving me all his money, man. Da, da, da. Even though that's like realist reality says that that's not how it is. Yeah. You oh, know what I mean? Gosh. So so that's pretty much what WAG 100 is doing, being his old whack ass self. And, uh, you know, I said this before, I'll say it again, man. I, I think whatever happens to him, whatever comes from this, he fucking deserves it, man, because he, he just has to be in the middle of everything. Though. He has to be. Uh, barking like a fucking pit bull on a camera, dog. Just like really being the center of everything, and it's crazy because if you remember recently, he was the person who said that he had the unreleased Ray J and Kim K sex tape. So this isn't something that he's new to. He's been doing this for a long time. So this, he's basically he probably got a little bit of something on everybody. If he's got anything on anybody, and that's the only reason that he can get what he wants. That's exactly what it is. And for those of y'all that know. What about boxing? You know who Oscar Loy is? Oh, yeah, of course. So did you also know about the whole... Dressing uh, up in the tra- lingerie and shit? Yeah, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Guess, 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 who, guess who released that information in video? Oh, picture? really? Act 100. Oh, yes, my sir. God. So this yes, nigga, sir. he just like... 
I don't. What is his obsession with being and, and niggas messy business? Like, dog, that's how he makes his fucking money, bro. He's an extortionist. That's literally. Oh my God. That, and, and that's the thing that's coming out with 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 you know this audio being leaked is that you know everybody you know whack 100 you could say is like the boogeyman i guess if you want to call it that of the west coast and mm-hmm. everybody's you know scared of him because he ha- he's he sets people up in order to pretty much be able to extort them from what a lot of people are saying yeah and, and again the track record shows it why the fuck does he care about oscar de la hoya and exactly. why does he have this fucking video or pictures or whatever of him doing this it's shit. It's like following random famous people so you can have leverage against them. God, what the fuck? That's, That's like, exactly what he fucking does, bro. Psycho and shit. And again, and again, it, it doesn't surprise any of us, I don't think, because Wack 100 is a fucking whack ass nigga. Yep. And the, and the only reason that people, I guess, are afraid of him is because of his background, because of his, you know, ties with whatever he's, you know, tied into. Mm-hmm. But that just doesn't take away from the fact that you are a lame ass dude, you know, the shit you do is fucking whack. Nobody fucking rocks with that. And you just a dirtbag, dog. Like you really just ain't shit, bro. Like, see, end of this, the day. I've often wondered why anybody gives a fuck what Wack 100 thinks and listens mm-hmm. to him about anything. And I now we know. Now we nah, know. That, I think he's an extortionist. I had no fucking I didn't think it was that. I mean, you know, I mean, bro, I'm not surprised. Let me just say I'm not surprised. Let's let's be real, bro. Like you know, and, and granted, I'm sure that you know whatever his whole street background might, you know, scare some people. But maybe it doesn't others, and maybe what they're afraid of is certain information coming out. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and and that's how he fucking puts fear in people, and that's what how he makes his shit. And the funny thing is, right, that like while I do like Game as a rapper, Game to me has always been a whack ass nigga, just off of how he. You know, the shit he says on social media, just the way he carries himself mm-hmm. is just that of a lame ass nigga to me, right? So it doesn't surprise me that these two niggas is working hand in hand together. You know what I mean? True, but, true. Uh, but yeah, man. So I don't know, man. That shit is lame as hell. Let fucking Nip rest in peace, man. No like, let his family rest in peace. Or, or not rest in peace, but just be in peace and not have to deal with uh, with everything that's going on right now. Uh yeah. So hopefully, man, after this shit, people stop fucking with whack and see him for being exactly who he is. Yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ, man. See, this we need more motherfuckers to get these type of niggas the fuck up out of here because it's fucking up the way shit is it's supposed to run in the game. I'm saying, bro, or like why is somebody like whack one hundred in the position he's in? Like like to be honest, like I almost want to blame the game for allowing this nigga to get in that position because he's yeah. definitely Game is definitely a reason why. Now, again, I'm not too familiar with everything that Wack 100 has done. Yeah, but me I'm too. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that a main reason why Wack 100 is where he's at is because of Game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure of that. So I kind of want to blame him for that because that's the only reason that any of us even know <laughs> about Wack 100 is because he, you know, he beat up Stitches way back when. Oh yeah, I don't, I I don't know if you remember. That. I remember that shit. So, yeah, that's where it started, and it's funny because at then I thought Wack 100 was cool. Because he wasn't talking. Mm-hmm. He was just whooping niggas' asses, and, and that he, was it. He had to go and open Now his all mouth. he does is fucking talk on, on social media, yeah. and that's all he does. Open his mouth and fucked it up. 
crazy. All right, y'all. We're gonna go ahead and end the episode there for today. Of course, thank y'all for listening as always. But you know, we like to let you know if you can, you'd like to hear us for your listening pleasure, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, uh, Apple or excuse me, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and something else that I can't remember the name of right now. And the page is not popping up, so I'm just gonna ignore it. Uh, you can find us on social medias at HQ Podcast, and that's both on Twitter and instagram and yes it is all spelled out yes sir and you can also find us by going to facebook.com and just searching out hip-hop heads podcast you'll find us there uh any other words of wisdom or jewels that you'd like to drop on these folks this evening sir listen man when niggas play with you at your job (laughs) and niggas is telling you that you're not worth a certain amount of money you know what you do you go get another job and you let them niggas know yesterday's price is not today's price. God damn it. You got right. damn right, nickel. No, y'all motherfucking worth it. Them fucking companies is playing with y'all one way or another. Man, fuck them niggas, dog. Go find another place and, and make more money. And make more money than your fucking manager's making right now. God damn it. Then go back uh, and laugh in their face and be real, real petty about it. Be as petty as you that's how you get back at these niggas. Don't wild out right then and there. Because I've seen people do that. They want to take the the immediate uh, uh feeling of fucking wilding out. Like, exactly. Nah, nah, play, the, play the long game, it always feels better than that. You you goddamn right. That's the perfect way to say that too. <laughs> play the long game. Man. All right, y'all. Be good. And if you can't be good, at least be the best that you can be. And if you can't do that, man, at least make your mom proud. And if you fucking can't do that, man, please use them turn signals. It's fucking summer season out there. Everybody's listening to music. Mm-hmm. We fucking smoking while we're driving. We're doing all kinds of reckless shit. We don't got time to be guessing if you're making that turn or not, nigga. Exactly. Let us know so we all get home safely, all right? And give us, give us enough goddamn time. Don't turn that shit on right as you turn or some shit. I'm trying to... Hey, that should be... That's just as bad. That's <laughs> just as bad. Mm-hmm. Y'all not any better. Give us at least a good 15 feet or 20 feet of time to react. Because we are off that gas, nigga. Be respectful, Nickels. Nickels. <laughs> All right, y'all. We out. Peace. Peace. <laughs> that, shit, nigga, that shit is no better, bro. <laughs> <laughs>